Welcome to the Speak Your Peace podcast. My name is Ian McNaughton, a biggie here. Uh, thank you very much for listening or watching. If you are watching on our YouTube channel, uh, you'll notice that my background's a little different. I'm actually sitting on my floor. I'm trying out new backgrounds here, trying out new workspaces. Uh, so you actually, if you're watching on a YouTube channel, uh, you can see what my bedroom looks like at the moment. Um, so if you're listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, an audio version, uh, check the link in the description for our YouTube channel where you can watch the full video, full video of me sitting in my bedroom. Um, there's my messy bed, uh, floor with a bunch of cables kind of on it. Um, I'm trying something new. I need a fill light is what I need. I have my backlight. I need a fill light. That's kind of what I'm missing here. I also need to get rid of this cough that I've had uh, <coughs> more or less for the last month or so. Um, it's part of why I haven't been potting as much recently. I know we did a pod with Scott on Thursday, but I mean, my voice has not been 100%. I haven't been 100%, but you know, the Manners won today. We had a Formula One race today. Um, so it's, you know, it's not the worst day. Could be a lot worse. Uh, speaking of Formula One, that's what we're plotting about. That's why we're here. That's why we're podcasting. Uh, I was supposed to be joined by a friend of the pod, uh, Justin Yep. Uh, Justin is unable to make it uh, because he has a sore throat, no voice. He basically has, I think, what I'm going through. Um, so, you know, Justin will be back on at some point to discuss Formula One. But he's not available this podcast. You know, I hope, <laughs> I hope Justin listens to this. Um, just because I hope anybody listens to this podcast. The fact that anybody chooses to listen to this podcast is kind of a minor miracle. But I want Justin to know that I mentioned him. And, you know, putting his name out there. Go follow Justin. Justin's cool. Um, go follow him on Instagram. Not in, like, real life. That'd be really creepy. If you followed him around in real life, like, going to his work, going to his house. You stalked him. That would be weird. Um, so let's talk about the Formula One race. Uh, that's what we're here for. That's what I promised. That's what I said I'd do. Uh, Formula One uh, took place earlier today, the Austrian Grand Prix. I want to know what the actual name of the Grand Prix is in Austrian. Do Austrians speak their own language? I feel like they do. It's not German. They, they, must, they must speak Austrian. Oh, their official language is German. Do they have any other recognized languages? Official language is German. Recognized languages is Hungarian, Slovene, and Bergen <laughs> Bergenland, <laughs> Croatian. Um, <coughs> please, please uh, be patient and persevere like I am in doing this podcast with my coughing. I promise it'll be a good enough podcast that you'll want to uh, get past me coughing and get past me hacking. Um, it's really been at night that I've been doing this, like mornings and nights. But um, speaking of morning, got up early, watched the Formula One race, uh, the Austrian Grand Prix, also known as the... Where is it here? trying to find what the actual name of it is the the proper name not the um english name that we uh like to call it 
I'll find it here at some point. Um, congratulations, congratulations to Charles Leclerc, uh, who won the race today over Max Verstappen. Um, close finish. It, it, it's a good thing that race ended what it did, because if it was like another lap or two, Charles wasn't winning that. Verstappen was going to come through um, and win with uh, Charles's throttle issues that he had at the end. He was having problems with the throttle, uh, and it was affecting his downshifts. So he didn't have a, a proper car near the end of it, but he had a good enough car to win, which is all you need. Um that's all, that's all that matters. Uh, by the way, uh, Formula One Rolex Grosjean Prey von Ostrich 2022. So I guess that's German for Austrian Grand Prix. I don't know. Anyways. Um, yeah, no, congratulations to Charles Leclerc. First time he's won a race that he didn't start uh, in pole position. He started, I believe, uh, second. Yeah, because they had the sprint race on Saturday, which Verstappen won that. So Verstappen got eight extra points. So it wasn't the end of the world that Verstappen lost this race per se because of the fact they had the sprint race on Saturday. But Leclerc started second. Uh, Carlos Sainz started third. George Russell uh, fourth. So it was a really good day. For Mercedes drivers, it was a really bad day for Carlos Sainz, Sergio Perez. Um, if yeah, it, it it was not good for those guys. Um, really good day for Haas. Solid day for McLaren, and even both the Alpines got in the top ten. So I don't I I don't know how. We should go about this, but you know, we'll start. We'll, we'll, I'll try and go through it in chronological order. Where basically on the first lap, um, going through turn three, no, four, basically going into turn four, turn five, uh, at the Red Bull Ring. One of my favorite circuits, by the way. I don't know why, I just really like the Red Bull Ring. It's very simple, but it's very fast. Um, you know, it's there is still some technical parts to it. There's still passing opportunities, but in turn four on the opening lap, George Russell, Sergio Perez, uh, both make contact. Um, Perez on the outside of Russell gets <laughs> knocked, and Perez eventually has to retire because he suffered uh, too much damage. Uh, one of his side pods was essentially just a hole. It had a hole ripped through it. It was, it was not feasible. And Russell got a five-second time penalty, which I thought was fair. We'll go into get into some of the penalties that were that was going on today, but Russell got a five-second time penalty for that, and it actually worked out well for Mercedes. You know, he finished fourth, uh, considering the fact that he had to serve a five-second time penalty, which he did uh, the next lap, lap after uh, he went for a pit stop. He had to wait five seconds. Is is Mechanics had to wait five seconds before they could actually touch his car. Um, everybody was, t- you know, changing tires. They got a new front wing on. 
And then George Russell was off and happy as could be. He finished fourth. He had a really good day. Uh, really nice recovery from George, all things considered. Um, tough break for Sergio Perez, who, <laughs> you know, he, he had a he had a good uh, Silverstone. Yeah, he, <laughs> he was recovering from <clears throat> uh, a poor start at Silverstone. <laughs> he had a good finish, but uh, just with he was unable to make it happen. In Austria, and that contact, if you watch the replay, that contact was going to happen. It was just a matter of who was going to bump into who, and Russell got the better of Paris, unfortunately, uh, if you're Paris and a Red Bull fan. If you're a George Russell fan and a Mercedes fan, you don't care. Justin's a George Russell fan. If Justin was here, he'd be saying it was a clean move, and you know Russell did nothing wrong, which, I mean, he should have got a five-second penalty, as we've seen. As we've seen before, um, thinking back to 2020 with Lewis Hamilton and Alex Albon when Albon was with Red Bull, Lewis got a five-second time penalty for something very similar to that. They mentioned that during the broadcast. Um, so that was fine. I didn't have an issue with that. Um, I had more of an issue with all the... Um, black and white flags, the track infringements. Um, Austria, more or less, has been one of the more <coughs> finicky circuits from marshals and from people who are just FIA, whatever. Um, not the judges. I can't think of what the term is. Marshals is what I want to call, but I there's another word for it. The FIA officials. Um, where I think everybody had a track time deleted today because of um, just going off circuit or just, you know, <laughs> going outside of track limits, you know, track limits warning. I think the only one, the only person who might not have, I mean, I, I'm being a little bit hyper, hyperbolic, um, when I say that everybody got track warning limits, but I'm pretty sure everybody got at least one warning, except for maybe Valtteri Bottas was the only guy. Maybe Daniel Ricciardo? Anyway, it's not the point. Um, no, it was just, like, they were overdoing it. Um, it, it, got, it got a bit much at some point when guys were getting five-second time penalties for it. Um, just, I mean, Austria's, uh, Austria can be a bit much. I know. I remember in years past, um, they've been a little bit excessive when it comes to penalties, but never at this level. Never, never I've seen so many people get uh, track, war track limit warnings or black and white flags or just a, a, a five second time penalty <laughs> it, it was it was bad it was really bad and not in i don't blame the drivers because if everybody's doing it then it's probably not on the drivers it's probably on the fia it's probably on the marshals um they probably either need to go over that in driver's briefings or they need to just change the rule modify the rule to allow the drivers to um, have their space, have 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 their you know, have their <laughs> line that they need to take. 
Um, because I think it was is it turn ten, the last turn, that was very controversial. Because they showed Lou was getting a um track time deleted because like his his right front tire was over by like that much. Like it was literally like half a foot. So, but that but that that those are the rules. That was an issue. Whatever. Um. Yeah, and and then you know it looked like for the longest time that it was going to be a a one two for Ferrari. Ferrari looked like they got their strategy down. They figured it out. They actually had an idea of what they were doing. It was looking promising, and then Carlos Sainz's engine decided not to work. Just blew up. Caught on fire. Um, really unfortunate again, considering <laughs> the success that he had last week. Considering he won the race at Silverstone, it was his first career win. You know, there's uh, 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 you know, issues with him and Ferrari and how it doesn't help the team. Blah blah blah. Who cares? Your driver won. You're you you're you're one of your one of your drivers won a race. Um, whether the guy you wanted, no, but your guy won the race. You got to support your guy. He is your guy. He is your driver. And I know some people weren't <coughs> some people weren't thrilled with that, but I mean, the guy won. Science won. Um, and then the CM, uh, the CM <coughs> have to escape out of his car, get out um, while it's on fire, like literally on fire and he's got to get out of out of his burning car um that's tough that's tough you hate to see that um you know Car- carlos is obviously trying to you know do well for ferrari he's trying to put the team in a championship position that was going to help if they got one two they could take points away from not just for Stappen but red bull considering that red bull didn't have Sergio Perez to take points from uh, Ferrari. And, yeah, didn't happen. Didn't work, unfortunately. So, tough luck for signs. <coughs> Charles Leclerc did eventually uh, get past. He had a later pit stop. He got past Verstappen. Uh, he finished first. Good for Charles. I don't know what career victory that is. I want to say that's his 11th career victory. Um, but again, first with first win, uh, not on first win that he's gotten, uh, not starting on pole. That's what I'm trying to say. That makes sense, right? Um, you know, Lewis Hamilton, he finished third. Kind of impressive that he got the third, considering you know what their weekend and what his car is like. He doesn't have the best car by any means, and yet he's still able to, you know, pull out another podium. Um, five wins. That's not right. I'm looking at Leclerc's um, Wikipedia. That's not right. Three wins, two wins. He's only got five career wins. Charles Leclerc only have five career wins? That's not right. Should have five wins this season. 
Yeah. Well, I'll be damned. Charles Leclerc only has five wins this year. I thought he had ten. I don't know why I thought that. Anyways, um, and again, kudos to George Russell. George Russell's gonna, you know, be a top guy here. He he's actually. I, I don't know what George, George is weird in that George keeps underselling his car and then he gets a fourth place finish and maybe fourth is the best they can get out of that car. Um, it sure seems like it compared to Ferrari and Red Bull and maybe that's what he's upset about or he's pissed off where it's like, yeah, no, we're, 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 you know, don't have a great car this weekend. It's like, yeah, but you finished fourth. It's like, yeah, but we don't have a good car. And I mean, you can see this weekend, even, uh, Hamilton struggling with horses down the straights, which I mean, <laughs> that that is that is. I like chaos. I like it being entertaining. I think that's cool to see that you know Lewis Hamilton battle Mick Schumacher down a straight. That that rocks. Um, so yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't know if this is like reverse psychology of like George wants us to think. His car is so bad, but he's so good that he gets fourth place. But Lewis has got third place a bunch. I don't know. Um, kudos, kudos to the Mercedes drivers. The Mercedes drivers, I'd love to see George or Lewis win a race this year. I don't think it's going to happen, but I think it's cool to see them um, compete and fight and, and put in the time and effort to get you know a podium. I think that there, there's something to be said for that. I know it's not what Mercedes is used to, but there is still pride in that. Um, Esteban Ocon, Ocon finishing fifth, 100th career race for Ocon. Congratulations to him. The Haas drivers finished sixth and seventh. Good effort for them. Um, God, Haas really, they, <laughs> they're now... Somehow, Haas has more points than AlphaTauri this year. That's incredible. I I am. It's amazing. I because I am now apparently the like a Haas fan. Well, I'm a more of a Mick Schumacher fan. But it's funny what getting rid of Nikita Mazepin and his Russian oligarch father does for PR and does for the morale of the team. Because now people like. Haas. People want to root for Haas. People like Mick Schumacher and they like Kevin Magnuson. Um, Schumacher 6th, Magnuson 8th, pardon me. So Lando Norris got 7th, Ricardo got ninth. Good weekend for them considering, um, you know, I think Norris on Friday during qualifying or one of the practices was just like, yeah, we don't have brakes. The brakes were hit and miss. So the fact that he still got a top 10 finish, I think it's the lowest finish of his career for any race that he's actually finished. Um, I, be- I believe it before today was sixth, but now it's seventh. But he finished seventh. Still pretty good for Lando Norris. Um, J-Mag, eighth. Danny Rick, ninth. I don't know what to make with Danny Rick and McLaren. I hope he stays. I, I want it to work. I don't know that it is. <laughs> I don't know... <clears throat> I don't know what McLaren are going to do with their car for next year. No idea. Because uh, they're essentially fighting with Alpine for fourth in constructors. They're not going to win drivers. They're not winning constructors. They're, yeah. It, it's it's underwhelming from McLaren results-wise this year compared to years past. But maybe 
they have something in store for next year that surprises us. I don't know. No idea. Um, rounding out the top 10 is Fernando Alonso. He got 10th. He got a point. You know, the constructors between Alpine and, and McLaren for that fourth spot is, is heating up. Looking interesting. Um, not much to say about the Alpine drivers. They they did their thing. They they did a decent job. Ocon, top by finish. Yeah. I don't recall anything notable with the Alpine drivers today. I could be completely wrong, but I don't remember a single single thing. Um, interesting 11, 12 finishes. Uh, Bottas finished 11th. Uh, Alex Albon finished 12th. I thought both of those guys at, at some point today were going to get point finishes, and they both miss out. Kind of too bad because I think they both deserve point finishes for how they drove their cars. I think they both did a really good job, and probably going to go unrecognized for their efforts because they didn't get a point. Um, Stroll 13th. Uh, Joe Guan Yu, he, he finished 14th. I thought he was going to get points today as well. I'm super, like, there is part of me that's surprised that Alpha Romeo didn't get points because I thought there were times that both of those guys were going to get points. Uh, and then there was times where, like, I don't know if either one of these guys are going to get points. And it turns out neither one of them did. Um, but I, I like, I like, Joe, uh, um, I like Joe Guan Yu's race today. I like Bottas's race. I like where Alpha Romeo is going. I like, I like the Ferrari powertrains this year. Um, Ferrari's really picked it up in 2022. You can tell by Ferrari themselves. Haas, they have had one of their best um, performances in years. Alfa Romeo looks competitive. I think there's a 17-point difference. I'm going to check to confirm, but I think there's a 17-point difference between the two of them and the constructors. Yeah, 51 points for Alfa Romeo. They're sixth. And then Haas is 34. McLaren and Alpine are tied at 81. But there's a 17 point difference between Alfa Romeo and Haas, and they're both fun. I both like I like both of their teams. Um you know, I, I like Alfa Romeo and they're usually a pretty positive team uh in their in their quotes post post race. They're usually pretty positive with either um a setup or a finish or just the, the effort put in by the team. I like Alfa Romeo. And then Haas, again, they just got rid of Mazepin, and now people like him. I like, uh, I like Schumacher. I like K-Mag. Um, obviously, Gunter's really cool. Like They just have a lot of cool personalities on their team. I, li- I like Haas. Um, <laughs> and then rounding out, uh, basically, top 20, Gasly, Sonoda, 15th, 16th. Probably the most underwhelming team this year. Alpha Tauri. They are eighth in the drivers or eighth in the constructors championship. I don't know what to say about um Road Alpha Towery. They they are better than the numbers show. They are better than the numbers show. They should be performing better than this. There there's no reason why they should be behind Alpha Romeo and Haas in, in the constructors. There there's a lot of work to be done with Alpha Towery. And that might be car. That might be driver. I don't know. But there's work to be done for Alpha Tower. Uh Vettel finished seventeenth. Vettel he just did not have a lot to show for today. The 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 crash with uh Ocon, I believe he got bumped by Ocon in the sprint race. That didn't help. 
never really got into it today. Um, I I I wonder if this is the last year with Vettel and Aston Martin if they're willing to call it good because it's not been good. It's been really bad. It's been really bad. The the Vettel Aston Martin thing. It, it's really it's really not working. Um, Carlos Sainz DNF. Sergio Perez DNF, Nicholas Latifi DNF. Speaking of not working out, um, you know, there's talk about uh, Williams going after uh, uh, Oscar Piastri. Piastri, I think that's how they say his name. Um, currently a Alpine driver who's in uh, Formula Two. Young hotshot. I don't know what, what to make of his potential in Formula One. People say he should be in Formula One right now cool and, and i'm sure he's an upgrade over nicholas latifi because again with nicholas latifi it's not working like like latifi stroll latifi stroll and vettel are, are three guys that i i definitely see i mean stroll won't go because his dad owns the team so stroll's not going to go anywhere but those are three guys who probably if i had to bet that maybe they aren't going to be racing for them next year racing for their current team it's probably those three um that rounds out your 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 driver uh results for today in austria um it, it again as for a race itself it was like b minus c plus it was fine wasn't a great race. I, I didn't mind it. It had its moments. Um, so coming up, we we got a we got a bit of a break here. Uh, coming up, round out the month of July. Uh, there's gonna be the French Grand Prix, the Hungarian Grand Prix. Both of those are gonna be really good. Um, one only one race in the month of August. That's the Belgian Grand Prix, but we still we still got plenty of races left. So. <coughs> Constructors, yeah, we got Red Bull with 359 points. Ferrari at 303, so Ferrari's not completely out of it. Ferrari could still come back. Mercedes at 237, that's not happening. Uh, McLaren, 81 points. Alpine, 81 points. They're battling for fourth. Alfa Romeo, uh, 51 points. Haas, 34 points. Alpha Tower, 27 points. Alpha Tower could still shoot up, but the fact that it's July... And I'm talking about Alpha Tower being behind Alpha Romeo and Haas. It's really disappointing. Um, Aston Martin has 18 points. Williams has three points. Yeah, just abysmal stuff from Williams. Abys- abysmal stuff from Nicholas Latifi. Not necessarily um, Albon. I think Albon's actually putting in great effort. <laughs> Nicholas Latifi. Um, extremely underwhelming. Um, all right. Now to get to some questions. People sent in questions. Thank you very much for doing so. Greatly appreciate it. Um, if you want to send questions or hot takes, we're going to be doing, we do this for most podcasts, so feel free to just send it over. If you got something you want us to ask or answer, whatever. You know what I mean. Um, <laughs> okay. God damn it. <coughs> Cough into the mic some more. Boy, don't you, Ian. Um, uh, Annika, uh, first question she asked, do you think Russell should have been allowed to race in Silverstone last week? I do. I think he should have. I get why he didn't. I get why he wasn't allowed to. 
um, because there are rules and, um, you know, the FIA and Formula One takes its sport very seriously and, you know, they have to be very strict because of how dangerous and how um, extreme these elements are for drivers and how extreme the conditions are. So I get why he wasn't. However, I do think um, you can make different exceptions. And the exception of George Russell when he went over to go uh, check on uh, Joe Guan Yu, which, by the way, can I just say, the fact that Joe Guan Yu had that accident in Silverstone where he's literally upside down, flipped, he, he flipped over. Like he's, like, he's upside down, he's skidding, and he skids literally off the track into the catch fence. I've never seen that. He's off the track. Like, he's literally stuck between the track and the catch fence. And the fact that dude got out of his car, went to the medical center, and was back before the race even ended, that's incredible. That is a, 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 a miracle. And the fact that not only that, but he's also healthy and able to race in another country a week later is insane. And that's why Formula One and that's why the FIA have these, you know, arguably outrageous and, and very strict rules. It's so that when that happens, everybody's okay. Because as far as I know, nobody was actually... I mean, Al, Al, Alex Albon obviously was um, injured, and he had to go to the hospital in that um, opening lap first turn. But this is why we have these rules, is so that everybody's okay and that everybody can make it out alive and that everybody can be safe and sound. So, well, I think Russell should have been allowed to race because he went to go check on another driver because he wanted to, he was okay. He wanted to make sure somebody else was okay. I do think he should have raced. However, I get why he wasn't. I I, I, I totally see the justification from uh, Formula One and FIA about that. So to answer your question, yes, he should have been allowed to race, but it it should be understandable why he wasn't. Um. By the way, shout out to my dad for this next question. Why is Lando so darn cute? Is it the smile or the eyes or both? You know, I was I was thinking about this with Lando Norris. Lando Norris is like the bad guy that you want to go out with. He he is um how do I put this? He he's the bad boy. Lando Norris is the bad boy. He's he's a bit of a dick, a little bit of a douche, but you still like him. You still want to go hang out with him. You want to go to the movies with him. You want to go golfing with Lando. You know, kind of a dick, but, like, still cool. He's still Lando Norris. Whereas compared to, like, George Russell, George Russell is a, a, a sweetheart, a true gentleman. He, he, he's the guy you take home to your parents, not Lando Norris. George Russell is the guy you take home to mom and dad, not Lando Norris. So... For Lando, I think it's the personality. I think it's the bit of the, the cockiness. Not that George Russell, I'm trying to think of who another driver on the grid like this would be. Like, like mix like the hardworking student athlete type, you know. He, Mick, 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 
Nick's a good guy. Um, but you know, Nick doesn't win the popularity contest like Lando Norris would, because Lando Norris he's got a bit of a personality. He's got a little bit of an edge to him that that people like. People like a little bit of edge. People like a little bit of drama. That's what Lando Norris is. He's a little bit of a drama. He 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 likes, you know, he he, he likes to you know stir the pot a little bit. Is this all making sense? I'm doing this at 11 o'clock on a Sunday night, and I'm hacking up stuff. I hope this is making sense to somebody. Because I think with Lando, obviously he's cute, good-looking. Um, you know, one of us born in 1999 got the good-looking genes, and one of us didn't. And I'll let you decide between Lando and I who got the good-looking genes. But you know, there's a lot of stuff you could say about Lando Norris. I th- I think people a bit people like him, eyes, face, personality, little bit of an edge, you know, a little mean spirited. You know, you make fun of Lando Norris, he'll he'll you know he'll fight back. He'll 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 return that serve that you you know that you hit him with. Um, I hope that makes sense. I I hope this all checks out. Uh, I'm calling this a wrap. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, greatly appreciated. We're going to have uh, two more pods on this week. Uh, we're going to do some uh, basketball talk and some golf talk. And maybe Ian has uh, his voice for the whole episode properly. Who knows? Maybe I'll even have a different setup. I don't know. Anyways, thank you very much for watching. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, you can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. You can find us there. Uh, be sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel. Uh, I'll probably be posting some more clips here coming up. Because um, what else am I doing? Um, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Watch all of our uh, video. Watch all of our podcasts there in video form. And be sure you know check out the website with some articles. I might do some more articles this week. Might do some more writing. Let me know if you guys want some more articles. Let me know if you if you want articles. What do you want to read? Let me know. I'm an open book. You know where to reach me. Follow SYP on Instagram at SYPpod. Check us out there. Anyways, thank you very much. It's been a pleasure. We'll be back soon. Peace out.